but I always, um, I have conversations with my Fitbit. Wow. Says, do you want to go for a stroll? Because I've been sitting for too long. And I say, no. <laughs> and then I turn it off. <laughs> so it, yours isn't just the dots. Like mine was just literally like no, one so dot. Have an in between. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. good. That's good. They did get that's better awesome. and better. Welcome back to the Modern Lady Podcast. You're listening to episode 53. Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Lindsay. And today we are talking about our shared resolution to be better this year. It's January and we are back with your New Year pep talk. We love New Year's. Goal setting, resolution making, introspective reflection. These are all totally up our alley. But after a few years of overhauling several areas of our own lives, we here at the Modern Lady Podcast would like to offer our mantra for 2020 for your consideration, which is simply be better. But first, if you are enjoying the Modern Lady Podcast, we would be so honored if you could take a minute to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. It only takes a minute, but it really helps our little podcast stand out. When you take the time to comment on our podcast, it truly makes our day. This week's shout out goes to Earl Grey Tuesday, who left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and said, quote, fun, approachable, and inspiring conversations on homemaking and living a life of faith. Highly recommend, end quote. Thank you, Earl Grey Tuesday, for your review and your recommendation. It means so much to us to have you tuning in each week. And if you would like to leave us a comment, you can do so on our website, www.themodernlady1950.wordpress.com, or you can leave us a comment on Facebook or Instagram, where you can find us at The Modern Lady Podcast. But before we get into today's chat, Lindsay has our Modern Lady Tip of the Week. We were very blessed to have a house filled with company over the Christmas season, and many dinners were enjoyed and many desserts were served. And this got me thinking, when is the proper time to serve dessert? According to the website ehow.com, it is customary to wait 15 to 30 minutes after dinner. This is because we often tend to make a more luxurious meal when we host people for dinner, you know, meals that are richer than normal, and we tend to eat a little bit more when we are with other people. Serving dessert too quickly could also make it feel like you're rushing your guests out. If your company has a small group of close friends or family, you can just ask them when they prefer to eat dessert. Or another thing that you can do is just set up a dessert table and let your guests know that dessert has been set out and that they're free to grab something whenever they're ready. One of the things that we enjoy is serving dessert in another location in our home. It is nice to get everyone up and moving and switch the location of the dinner party from the dining room into the living room or if the weather's nice, oh, dreaming of the summer, right? Um, perhaps taking coffee and dessert outside. Getting everybody up and moved into another spot is the perfect way to give your guests ample time to relax before you serve them more delicious food. This is a great tip. I actually struggle with the opposite problem, which is I get so distracted. And this is actually, um, uh, our family does this too for family gatherings and stuff. After a while, we all kind of start thinking, should we eat dessert now? <laughs> like, well, we have a big family too. So most of our um, big event dinners are potluck style. 
Yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit different than a formal, uh, a formal dinner party. But yeah, when to serve dessert? That's really interesting. <laughs> I didn't think there would be an actual tip on that, like a hard and fast rule. So that's interesting. Well, I, I'm the opposite. I'm a five-year-old. So in my head, I'm sitting there the whole time at somebody else's dessert. Am I going, when's dessert? When do we get to eat dessert? Or like when we had you and Phil over, I'm like, can yes. I make a second dessert on the spot? I, <laughs> I, I don't know if there's an etiquette tip for that, but we had our first dessert, right? As you'll recall. That's right. And then I spent another 40 minutes making a second dessert with our company we, there. That's right. We were like that um, Hobbit meme or the Lord yes. of the Rings meme. We've had first dessert, yes. But what about second dessert? <laughs> and I'm so, sure yeah. Emily Post wouldn't have agreed with that. But I mean, who, who who's, isn't happy with two desserts? Sometimes we recognize a need to make some changes in our lives. The new year is often the perfect time to try out something new. But what if you're more or less happy with the road you're on? Then it can be a time to keep running with it and just be better. Right, Lindsay? Yeah, that's right. And you know what? For the last six months or so, I heard a voice whispering, be better. And it was either my own brain or maybe the Holy Spirit, or perhaps it was Jason, my husband, standing by me. (laughs) Or perhaps it was just indigestion. I don't know. But regardless, the message has stuck. And I adopted that motto um, as my motto for 2020. And you were all on board for it, too. You know, you and I have kind of been on a similar journey, um, especially as our friendship has progressed over the last couple of years, where we motivate each other to keep being better. And we kind of helped each other establish new habits and new practices over the last um, couple of years, right? And now we're kind of settled into that in this stage in our lives. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been uh, such an interesting journey of intensity, I'm going to Mm -hmm. say. Like, I feel like I've been more intentionally intense for the last couple of years. And so when I was like doing my usual reflection in between Christmas and New Year, I was trying to think, okay, what changes do I want to make? And I was like, I actually don't really want to make any changes. I can't think of anything I would want to do differently. Right. But I, I do want to improve. So that's kind of, and and then you started talking on Instagram a lot about this be better mantra. And I was like, I think that's it. And I think maybe a lot of us, if we've been on similar paths of uh, really changing things over the last few years, we can relate to that. Yeah. Because you know what? We have years where everything falls apart and we do have to start from scratch again. And we we can admit that sometimes we have years where we're like, yeah, we kind of nailed it. Like things are going okay. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too. There are going to be those years, especially if you are the type of person who tries to have that outlook on life, right? Where we have a more positive outlook going, you know what? These things all really worked for me. So I'm going to just be better at those things. And Mm -hmm. uh, you and I talk all the time about also fessing up to all the things that we're not doing well. So it's not like we're putting our fingers in our ears (laughs) and ignoring the things we don't need to work on. Um, Mm -hmm. We're just saying that we've worked very hard, both of us individually to like really change up our lives. And so it's a good time to settle into that and to just be better at those things. And you know what? You were saying earlier about how you're having trouble kind of switching back into your new routine, right? The kids are back Mm. in school. So Mm -hmm. what have you been feeling? Oh, man. Um, Yeah, just like I I caught between wanting to feel motivated, but actually Mm. feeling motivated. (laughs) (laughs) And so (laughs) I yeah, and and I was kind of sitting there this morning. um, And usually I edit the podcast in the morning, but this is our first day back recording. So I haven't had anything to work on in the morning. And I've just been feeling like I've been lazy 
but at the same time that I've been constantly moving and um and so I was thinking to myself you know it probably isn't so much that I'm slacking off because I'm actually really afraid of stopping the momentum of all this Mm. good change and being better um I'm nervous about that and so I think that was causing me a bit of anxiety and stress thinking that I'm letting the ball drop a little bit. But I I think upon further reflection, it's really just that there are certain phases and times of the year that are busier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and January is not a busy time for us, um, right. usually compared to November, December. So I, I'm trying really hard to ease back into things, but the key word being easing back into it, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, not just letting it slide. I love January. And like you're saying, it is um, a quieter mo- month for most people. Um, I actually looked up when most people give up on their New Year's resolutions. Do you know what the date is? There is a date. I think I do. Um, is it January 15th? No, the 12th, I think, unless we had different oh. articles. But same oh, same okay. diff, right? Um, right, yeah. <laughs> so around there. So this was, um, and maybe different companies have come up with different dates. But I thought it was fascinating because it was a fitness tracker. And they could see right on their tracker, like how many people were working oh, out from like yes. January 1st. And then by the 12th on their tracker, people were done. <laughs> there was no more information being logged. And Oh, no. Right? And so... um. I've had fairly good success sticking to new habits over the last couple of years. And we've talked about this before, how success breeds success. And specifically with um, doing fasting, you and I both love fasting. And when I learned how Mm -hmm. to conquer my appetite through fasting, I learned how to conquer other parts of my life. And so it just, you know, that kind of starts to snowball in a good way. Things can snowball in a bad way, um, i.e. carbs and sugar over Christmas and that kind of thing. but. When we start to build on success, um, that can continue. And so I think that January, things don't have to just stop on January 12th or 15th when people give up on their resolutions. Mm -hmm. If you're not um, trying to completely revolutionize your life starting at the stroke of midnight on January 1st, (laughs) you have an actual plan (laughs) to kind of work with what you already have to become a better person. um, I think it it can actually absolutely happen. Right. It's kind of like what we were talking about in terms of Advent and also in Lent that Mm. it's supposed to be a process, right? Like you're not supposed to start on Ash Wednesday at the degree of perfection that you're (laughs) trying to work up to, right? And the same, I think, can be said about January. The problem is, is that there's so much hype around it. It gets so easy to get swept up. Ask me how I know. Um, And you're right, like just learning more about goal setting in particular over these last few years, the key of being consistent in small things versus the grand gesture can be a deal breaker in a lot of these resolutions and in persevering past that January 12th uh, cutoff date (laughs) for all the goodwill. (laughs) That's what takes the hardest amount Mm -hmm. of work is persevering and staying committed um, in the everyday. And so that's, I think, how we're going to tie it into being better because we want to take that um, the little things that we've already worked on and just do a better job at it. And I'm excited by that. I feel totally motivated. Mm-hmm. As you were saying in the opening, you and I both get really excited about <laughs> new beginnings. Like we yes. <laughs> we just take every chance um, that we can to make it a new beginning, right? So Mondays, right. Wednesdays, <laughs> a Friday morning, <laughs> we're like, it's a new beginning. And so I, I just... 
actually want to spread that cheer and have you guys know that you can do the same thing. Like just right. even if you didn't make resolutions for January 1st, and I firmly believe in resolutions. I know a lot of people brush them off, but you can start it tomorrow, right? The day after listening mm-hmm. to this, you can start it that afternoon. Oh, sure. I generally don't even start really actively working on my resolutions and stuff. Maybe this is actually my problem this year is that um, I want to wait for my planner to go on sale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't end planners. Up, <laughs> I love my planner. And that actually is very motivating for me to keep up with this consistency. Um, and so I usually order it after New Year's and then I kind of wait around until it mails to me from the States. <laughs> that takes Ooh, a while. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But just this idea um of being better, just one final note before we move on to the next portion of the show is just this idea that it's actually a really good thing, I think, to every once in a while have a year where you're just going to keep working on the other resolutions that you've set. Because the chances are that none of us have reached excellence or perfection in it, right? (laughs) I know that for myself, like I, I have set health goals and while I can recognize and acknowledge that I'm doing well, Uh, The fact is, the truth is that uh, I know that there is so much more work to be done. So not to be discouraged if you can't come up with anything brand new um, or you just kind of want to sit here for a while. I think that's actually really healthy. That's absolutely right, Michelle. Um, I know you and I've talked about this quote we saw from Cardinal Sarah when he was talking about the devastating fire at Notre Dame. And he just recently said um, in a homily about the fact that we need to rebuild the cathedral. Now, in all mm. honesty, you and I read a lot of headlines. We don't always click on the full True. story. Full disclosure. So, right, yes. right. So he might have said a lot more, but I, I mean, I was already struck by that because his message of we need to rebuild the cathedral. He said, like, not build a new church. And I was like, whoa, mm. whoa, that is a metaphor for every part of my life. Like, I don't right. need to build a new life or a new me from scratch, you know, at this point in my life, there were times where I had to do that, but this year I don't, and that's okay. And so, um, it's about, you know, I was talking to my kids and Jason about it, that I was kind of picturing my life and our family and the way I run our home, like a dusty, old, dark cathedral. And it's about like doing the painstaking little details, right? It's about like trying to mend the stained glass and like down on your hands and knees, clearing out the cobwebs under the pews. Um, the cathedral's already there. It just needs to be really cleaned up this year. And that's me. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that that's such a less glamorous job yeah. than building the new church, right? Like who that's wants right. to be the one cleaning cobwebs under the pews? <laughs> that's right. But but you're right. In order to have those uh, splendid, glorious churches, someone has to do that hard work, the nitty gritty. Right. And so the maintenance. The maintenance maintenance. has to happen. And that's what this is, Mm. right? It isn't always restoration work and it isn't always rebuilding. And so I guess maybe the word maintenance is another way of looking at it. Um, But if we maintain um, these structures or these old beautiful things in the right way, we are making them better as they get older, right? We're adding value to it. Mm -hmm. So- Michelle, do you remember there was, um, I shared a post a little while ago and it's okay if you don't remember, but it it was kind of, it it was one that really struck me and it was just capital letters and it said, it all matters. And, you know, in my head, I heard boom, boom, boom. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, it (laughs) all matters. Oh, that's (laughs) terrifying. Yeah. It's also incredibly positive. And so 
I guess, depending on our mood, and we've talked about this before. Do you remember when we talked about the um, elevator in an apartment building or yes. something? Right. Mm-hmm. And depending on which floor you get out on, it's all the same view on the same side of that apartment building. You're just going to see it differently on the ground level, maybe than on the 10th floor or on the 20th floor. So right. this idea that it all matters, I think in my opinion, for 2020, with our motto of being better, is that this is a good thing because the little things matter. So if you just want to make sure you hang up your bath towel every single time, that's going to matter. It's going to make a difference on how many wet bath towels are on the floor. Or if it is just washing your face every night or saving a few dollars off every paycheck. It all matters. And these little things add up. And so you start there. Right. So Mm. really stepping back, I'm a big fan of the five minute tidy. We talk about this all the time on Instagram. Um, So setting these tiny goals in your life and again, not huge renovation things, just little goals and seeing if you can be better at those little things. Right. And and that even if you have a bigger goal in mind, right, like you have a number or you Mm -hmm. have a distance you want to run or something like Mm -hmm. that, to break it up into those little pieces that you can practice consistency in. Uh, Actually, um, maybe the the whole purpose of that exercise really is to build yourself tools and resources of character that's going to help you not only in that goal, but in other goals too, right? Like Mm -hmm. if you can develop a character of perseverance and someone who uh, has grit, like can stick it out, even when the, the tough get going, what is it? When the, the going, going gets, gets tough. The going gets tough. Yeah. <laughs> <Thank you>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if you can develop a character that withstands that kind of a struggle and has endurance, mm-hmm. then then you're more likely to reach your goal. So perhaps the breaking it down, the process of breaking things down into small, sizable chunks is m- more of a character building exercise than a goal setting one. You're totally right. I think that that is what be better means. I think it's developing mm-hmm. this the spirit of perseverance, developing that as a virtue. And that is something that I never thought I could do before because I was a quitter. I, I always wanted this pillow. I might have told you before <laughs> oh, where too. it said, where it said, I never finished things that I stuff. And it was just ST and then dot, <laughs> dot, dot. <laughs> Right. I never finish things that I start in case people aren't catching on. Right. Yes. And I wanted that pillow because that was me. And we all used to laugh about it. But then uh, that same girl lost those 50 pounds. And then that same girl mm. said she was going to start a podcast with her friend. And here we are. How many mm. episodes? 53, you said? Episodes yes. in. And and that same girl said she was going to homeschool her kids. And she did for four years. And, and I started to realize, I'm like, wait a sec. I'm not that girl anymore. I am Mm -hmm. sticking with stuff. And so this idea of growing and the skill of perseverance, you have to learn that, like you're saying, it's a muscle that has to be exercised. And so Mm -hmm. all of these little things that we're being better at this year is, is ultimately changing our character, like what you said. Right. And it also sets you up too. if it's something small, like you always want to hang up your bath towel, for example. Mm -hmm. I love that image just because it is so small. Mm -hmm. Um, but think of how clean our bathrooms would be if everyone yeah. just did it. And like uh, everybody in our houses yes. with six people, right? Like there's wet That's bath what towels every day. Yes. And we only own eight <laughs> bath towels. So if everyone hung those things up, maybe this is a personal rant, but I wouldn't have to be washing <laughs> bath towels at midnight every night. Whew. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. sorry about that. I'm no, sorry, I'm sorry to lead you I'm down s- that okay. path. Okay. Yeah. Now. <laughs> well, where I was going with that was... <laughs> This kind of goes along with a, a video I, I refer to often now by uh, Jocko Willink, our favorite mm-hmm. Navy SEAL. Um, 
<laughs> and when he has this short YouTube video about um, what to do when you don't feel like getting up or mm-hmm. what to do on the days you don't feel like it, right? And yep. he talks about, it's like, you do it anyway. You go through the motions. Yep. And I think what small, uh, easy to manage habits do for you is they have motions for you to go through. And in that way, it helps keep you consistent and on track, right? So if it's too big, then you can't uh, just go through the motions. If it's something too new and too big, that's not a motion. Yeah. <laughs> that's an Everest. And so I, I really love that because lately I really feel like um, even though I've lacked motivation, more or less, we have been able to keep on uh, some semblance of our routine. And I think it's just because I'm going through the motions and yeah. that's, it, it's okay. I have to say another Jocko thing. This, he's amazing. So he really Mm -hmm. got me all pumped up because he started the new year and he put a post of his chin up bar and he said, the count is zero. You know, referring to how many times he can pull himself up. He said, um, aftermath, I did a lot of pull-ups last year, last decade, last quarter century, but I woke up this morning. The count was the same as when I wake up every single day with everything I do. The count is zero. No laurels to rest on or slack to be given. The count is zero. Go and earn it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I did read that. I did see that one. And then mm-hmm. I thought, that is so great, Jocko. And then I was like, still <laughs> sitting on my couch. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> sipping your coffee. That is a great message. That's right. I totally I think I agree with you. Phil. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> Phil. Phil, come here. Look at this. Isn't this great? So <laughs> I think that what is really important is who we look to for inspiration. And yes. Right. And so we have talked about this before and we'll talk about this again. Do not be crushed under the weight of the perfect Instagram life. Mm -hmm. Be inspired by it. If somebody's really making you feel bad about yourself, then don't follow it. But if you're feeling bad about it because you've kind of dropped the ball and you maybe know you could be doing those things as well, then try doing those things. <laughs> like that's right. the other side yes. of it. And mm-hmm. and there was one other quote I shared this week that just really got me pumped up. And it's about um, who you surround yourself with. So the quote is, I go to work every day with people smarter than me who are better at what they do than me. I go to the gym every day and work out with people who are stronger and faster than me. I spend my spare time with friends and family whose values and quality of character I aspire to reflect. For all of these reasons, I get better every day. Mm-hmm. That's like the quote. Um, I know she was quoting someone else, but I can't remember. But Candace Owen says, right? You mm-hmm. become the average of the five people you spend the most time <gasps> with. Man, yes. Right? Yes. Yeah, that's totally what it is. That is so that is so true. And you can use social media for that. So yes. rather than comparing and being crushed, like you said, um, by people you follow and you think I could never be like that, um, build your own virtual tribe and they may not even know you're there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you can, in, in an effort to build up your motivation and endurance, build this little bubble, uh, for lack of a better term, um, that eggs you on in your specific goal. Yeah. 
we can be better. Like, I just want to keep saying, Mm -hmm. be better, be better, be better. It's like this incredible mantra that's in my head. Every little thing I do, if I'm going to wipe out the kitchen sink, I'm going to wipe it out well. If I'm going to get dressed that day, I'm going to dress up a little bit nicer. Like, I'm going to be better at every little thing I do. And I'm going to demand this of my children as well. Not in a harsh way, but a way about forming within them these virtues of perseverance and of doing the proper amount of work to the duty that you're supposed to do. And so when they clean their rooms, if it's not good enough, I'm going to say, do better. Like, you know, that's it. You have to go do that too. And we can all strive to be better. And I just think it's such a great way to, if you have that, those two words in your head, every time you're doing something, it's just really important to just have that voice in your head. Again, maybe it's your husband whispering it. Maybe it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. <laughs> let's just hope it's you saying it to yourself to be better because I know I could be better. And it's, that's, there's nothing else that I really think I should be working towards this year. Mm-hmm. So Michelle and I want to ask you guys to join us in this challenge. So we want you to use our first ever hashtag. And so we want you to hashtag be better 2020. And it's already out there as a hashtag, but we will check them. We want to see you guys doing that in your regular lives too. And we can just all work on this together and encourage each other and be that group of people that you talked about. And then we become an average of that. So hashtag be better 2020. And I hope it's the voice in your head too, after today's episode. Okay, it's time for our What We're Loving This Week segment of the show. So Lindsay, what have you been loving this week? I got a Christmas gift that is perfectly um, in line with our topic today that is going to help me be better. So um, Jason got me the new Fitbit Versa Lite and it wasn't in our budget, but he had somebody at work. They have like a little work buy and sell group. And so Mm -hmm. somebody had won one and they already owned one. And so he got a bit of a deal on it. So it was a nice surprise because I wanted one, but I did not think we'd be able to get, I'd be able to get one this year. And um, I had the really, really old Fitbit that just shows a few dots on a little thing. Like it, it was terrible, um, but it helped me for years. But then oh, I know this sounds stupid, Michelle, but I mean, I think like, what's the point of walking if I'm not being tracked? Like, <laughs> oh, I'm the same way. If it's charging, I think, well, I guess I can go for a walk today. Yeah. I'm like, I guess I'll just sit on the couch today. Yeah. So I know how stupid that sounds, but I don't think I'm alone in that. And so the Fitbit really does get me up and moving. And so this new one, I was shocked. Maybe it's because I'm almost 40. Um, maybe like younger people are used to technology. But when I woke up the first day, you know, I it turns on and you turn your wrist and like the time comes up and the time looks really, really cool. And then you could like swipe it and you see like how well you slept and your heart rate and all this stuff. And then you can swipe it the other way and you can check the weather and then I can play on the calculator. And I actually said out loud, I'm in the future. <laughs> like, <laughs> I said that. And That's amazing. it's synced to my iPhone. And because it's not an Apple Watch, you can't respond, but I get all my texts and notifications right to my Fitbit. And so this is so much fun. And yeah, I don't know exactly what they cost, but it's something to maybe save up for for people who've been on the fence with a Fitbit and go, like, thought, is it really worth it? Yeah, it's totally worth it. Because this new one also will buzz you and tell you that you've been sitting for too long, which the other ones didn't. And right. so, right, like it'll buzz me because it knows my hourly goal and it will say like 19 steps left for your hourly goal. And so you get up and you get moving. So yeah, what are you loving this week? So I'm actually reading a novel that I'm only about halfway through 
And I'm not sure if you've ever actually recommended it on the show, but I know it's one of your favorites and mm. I've been meaning to get to it for months. Mm -hmm. I'm reading Rebecca by <gasps> Daphne du Maurier. Rebecca, yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. I've read that like three times. Oh, I love that book. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm really loving it too. I think it's really well written and um, it, it's, I don't know how to describe it, high language, but not hard to read. Right. So it, it's really good. Um so it's a sort of strange what I'm loving because, to be honest, I'm kind of loving how confused it's making me. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit confused. I find myself kind of being able to see where the story is going, mm -hmm. but it's written so well in such a way that I'm hesitant to, like, peg the plot line at what it is. Like, I don't know if it's a supernatural mm -hmm. type of book or if it's psychological. Uh, I didn't read much about the book before I read it, so mm -hmm. I'm going in a bit blind. Oh, I'm so and excited. The... <laughs> I'll have to update. because, uh, And I don't know if uh, Daphne du Maurier meant to do this or not, but uh, or if you found it the same, but I'm finding mm -hmm. it kind of hard to like the main character. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, okay, I, yes. a little bit. I My heart goes out to her, truly. Like, sure, yes. She's in a very unique situation. Um, but just Mrs. Danvers. And, oh, well, I don't like the mm -hmm. husband. Like, it's hard, really hard to like no. the husband. Um, yeah. But, yeah, just, oh, my goodness, it's so good. And just to add, as soon as you're done, on YouTube, Alfred Hitchcock's Rebecca movie is on YouTube for free. Ooh, I didn't even know there was a movie. Oh, yes, awesome. with Laurence okay. Olivier as the husband. Mm. And I forget who plays the wife, but oh it is my kids watched it with us. It was so good. Okay, that's going to do it for us this week. If you want to get in touch and chat with us about our topic today, you can find us on our website, www.themodernlady1950.wordpress.com, or leave us a comment on Facebook or Instagram at The Modern Lady Podcast. I'm Michelle Sachs, and you can find me on Instagram at mmsachs. And I'm Lindsay Murray, and you can find me on Instagram at Lindsay Homemaker. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great week, and we will see you next time. Thank you.